0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's Community Access Media Organization. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. I'd like to talk to you about morality. Because what we have is on different parts of the planet, different things are considered moral. Well, who's right? We have such diversity in social standards and civilizations, norms. On one part of the planet, something that people eat for food, another part of the planet wouldn't consider. Sometimes we have an animal that people slaughter in huge numbers that in another part of the world, huge number of people worship. Sometimes we have people who have pets and another part of the planet, their dinner. Similarly, we have the same thing that in some societies a child is a worshipable and glorious addition to the family. And in other parts, they're to be aborted. Similarly, we have societies that accept rape as part of our culture. We have that going on a lot right now with the influx of some of the Middle Eastern fundamentalists into some of the Western Christian societies where rape is a seriously punishable crime. So, aside from those people that make stuff up and say that it's okay or say that it's endorsed by God, there is, uh, generally speaking, uh, a natural abhorrence to certain acts that we feel within ourselves. It's a uh, that's a humanity thing a certain level. When you come to a certain level of awareness, you realize that's a terrible thing. I would never want that done to me or anyone in my family. So to do it to someone else is wrong. And this generates usually laws that the entire society agrees with the fact that this act is horrible and it should not be allowed. In fact, it should be punished. And so the society, the legal system, justice system, whatever they produce, what they believe to be an equitable punishment for this particular act, it may be homosexuality, it may be abortion, it may be stealing, it may be uh Destroying someone's agricultural crop. It may be kidnapping. It may be robbing a bank. But all of these different things, generally speaking, they stimulate uh, an anger in a human. Whether you're raised in the Christian or a Muslim or a Hindu or a Buddhist or whatever society, within yourself... Even if you're atheist, within yourself you go, this is wrong. You shouldn't do that. So there's two levels here now. One is the natural level of morality that is there in the humans that have achieved actual human status. That's above the animalistic perspective. There are, as we know, there are very primitive societies that aren't above the animal platform. They will kill and eat something raw, if you will. Uh, they will destroy different societies of uh, animals or species. They have no understanding of their uh, contamination or pollution of an area or of water. So they're not actually on the human platform. They're more in the uh, animal category. And they don't see... Morality, one way or the other. They just see custom. This is our custom. We do this. And then we have the humans, people that are actually above the animalistic conception of life and rationally make decisions on right and wrong and oftentimes base that upon their religious scripture or basis that they believe their society is regulated by or based upon. And now we're getting to the point. Now, the Vedic literature says, in the Vedic literature, it says that you cannot establish your own morality. Morality is decided by God, because in essence, we are all servants of God. We may or may not know or accept that, but that's another level of awakening of the human beings. But when the human being has actually come to a higher consciousness and he's contemplated his duty and responsibility within the society and his eternal relationship with the Lord, he recognizes that as a servant of God, he's actually dependent upon God's definitions for what is acceptable duties, acceptable service, what is acceptable behavior and morality. So the idea is, you can't suddenly say, I declare this moral, but it's a heinous act because God has said, this does not elevate your consciousness to a higher, more compassionate status, and it does not comply with what I want as far as service and commitment to the divine plan. So, actually, the creator of morality is God. Now, God in is Krishna in the Vedic scriptures. Uh, God is Buddha to the Buddhists. God is Lord Christ uh, to the Christians. Uh, Muhammad, uh, like this, to the other religions. So, in each of these different bona fide religions, there is a moral code given. Now, it varies a bit. But it always starts out with don't kill, don't steal, don't take another person's woman, don't destroy someone, don't attack anyone uh, with weapons or intent to kill. It starts on that level in all instances as a basis for morality. And you can see that if you all understand that we all agree and there's now a law and it says in the scriptures, all of them that one should not kill someone for and steal their money you can understand that there would be corollary laws that similarly you can't break into somebody's house maybe you didn't kill them or beat them up but you stole all their money and this sets up the downstream structure for different levels of offenses and it Permeates all of society. Little kids go to school and they're taught: don't lie, don't steal, don't hit the other kids. Okay, don't take, share a variety of things that are really uh, derived from the basic injunctions that come from God. So you don't have the right to create morality. You may interpret. And you may extend the meaning and application. But real morality comes from the Lord. And the Lord, he's trying to bring you to the human and divine platforms. Not the animal platforms. That everybody is naturally at. Everybody has the animalistic survival of the fittest and, you know, search for water and food and... The basic primitive stuff that's there in all of the other species is certainly prevalent in the humans. But the higher aspects, the more esoteric, the more spiritual aspects are determined and given to the human society. When he's awakened to that level, he can understand them in proper perspective. Now, the Vedic literature says one should adopt and one should have a spiritual master to help him understand these types of things and, of course, all of the rest of the spiritual responsibility that we all have and we're not being trained in the material education systems. So the spiritual master, he does the same thing as the scriptures, and that is he sets the basics, don't do this, don't do that, and don't do the next thing, they're immoral. And then he goes on and says, here's how you should act, you must do this, you should do that, this is preferred, etc. And this will bring you to spiritual life. So, the idea that some people get into positions of power and change what is moral, for I don't know how many centuries, I think it's double digit centuries, homosexuality, uh, pedophilia, abortion, um, these basic uh, acts have been illegal, have been immoral. And yet, in the last short period of time, very, very short period of time, certain governments and certain people have made these things legal. Now, the problem here is, That does not change whether the Lord thinks they're moral or immoral. It may be legalized under the laws of man, but it is not accepted under the standards of God. So you will be held accountable. You may get to go do this ridiculous thing, and no one will take you to jail or punish you or fine you or any of that variety, but you do not get away with it. The Lord, as the witness, knows very well what you have done and that you have done this act that he has said in the scriptures, he has said in the societies, he has set forth as normal human behavior. You have violated it. And therefore, you will be held accountable by the Lord. Now, most people want to deny that. They don't want to accept that they will be held accountable for their actions. And we see that as permeating our society now. Many, many people want to deny God so they don't have to be held accountable. They want to deny the the rights of the government over them. They want to deny responsibility to the family, deny responsibility to their children, deny they have to comply with any type of rules of society, You know, keep to the left, whatever it might be. And in their denial, they find comfort. Ah, I can do whatever I want. You can't tell me otherwise. I'm not going to look up. I'm not going to care about you or anybody else telling me what I can or can't do. This is called ignorance because you can't make your own morality. The morality standards are there between God and you on the eternal platform. You are eternal living entity. The Lord is an eternal living entity. There is an eternal relationship. There are eternal do's and don'ts. You can't walk up to the Lord and threaten him. You can't, you know, there's a, it's a servant, supreme person and a minute person relationship. The part cannot control the whole. So the person who goes into this denial, they may be more comfortable in their life denying any responsibility, but they will still, at the time of death, have to pay the dues for the sinful acts they've performed. And this is firmly entrenched in the natural laws of cause and effect. So every living entity who has any degree of intellectual development, will realize that denial is a very serious offense. It's a very serious problem for you. Because if you go into denial, it doesn't remove your responsibility. And if you get into this status because you have bad association, usually the crime or the offense becomes worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Degradation, this is called. That sinful activities degrades the person and they become more degraded and they therefore accept and allow a more heinous crime and a more heinous crime and more and more and more. To where there is no morality, they're simply barbaric, they're simply doing heinous acts, causing suffering and abominable things that should never be done by any conscious being. So you have to, I have to, we all have to try to be the highest beings we can. And we have to follow the morality as laid down in the revealed scriptures. You can't go into denial and actually get relief from responsibility. You can't, uh, I, my, my f- famous little story um Two people come before a saintly person and ask to be his disciple and be trained. And he looks at them and wonders if they're actually qualified. So he gives each of them a chicken and says, Now go kill this chicken when no one sees. So the one person takes his chicken behind the barn and kills it. And the other person takes the chicken and walks around and sits down and hangs on and comes back some long period later and he says, Wherever I go, the chicken sees. And the saintly person says, You can be my disciple. Because there is no situation where no one sees. So from that concept, we have to recognize there is no situation where your activities go unwitnessed. And witness means accountability. So we're supposed to have that in society. If you witness a crime, someone has grabbed this lady and is beating her up behind a building, and you witness this, whether you can stop it or not is one thing, but you must at least stand up and say, this person beat this woman. Witness. You don't have the right to deny it, ignore it, because then you're an accomplice to the crime. And the witness will also notice, you, that you did not maintain morality. You chose to deny. So in the real human societies, there isn't denial. There is honesty and truthfulness and morality is governed by the Lord in the revealed scriptures and accepted by the advanced human beings accepted as a standard of life accepted as a standard of law and turned into a methodology that keeps society advancing as opposed to degrading. So if I stop the society from doing a variety of heinous acts and pretending they're not responsible suddenly it goes the other way and I find that society is taking time to help someone in need. This person is uh, uh, had a crop failure and has no income because the crops were flooded. And someone gives him some money to make it to the next year when he can grow another crop and get back on his feet. Some child is uh, drowning... Someone saves the child and doesn't even know who the child is. It's not my child, but I'll save the child because there's need. This is morality. This is compassion. This is the human condition. This is normal human condition. But we have so many problems in our society. People are afraid of getting involved, but you are involved if you witness and you have to be responsible. It isn't something to fear. You have to stand up irrespective of opposing forces. Because it's moral. Because it's what makes you a human. That higher conception of right and wrong. That commitment to the truth. That standing up for what is right even in face of opposition. it may cost you. It may cost you your life. But still, standing for the moral principle is better than not. The end of your life, glorious. This person sacrificed their life selflessly for someone else and stood for the truth to the point of being uh, executed. With <laughs> that's the word for it, sacrificing their life for it. Um, the Lord and the demigods and the administrators of the universe see that person with a very favorable light, as opposed to the murderer the criminal, the rapist. So your future is governed by your morality to some degree, your piety, good acts or bad acts. But that morality is a combination of the Lord's plan as revealed in the scriptures, the Lord's standards as given to your intuition within your heart. And the two of them can guide you out of the path to animalistic life, out of the animalistic conceptions completely, such that you become qualified as a servant of God. Not qualified as the governor. No. Material post and position does not change morality. There can be totally immoral people at the top, and there can be wonderfully moral people in a cardboard box. It's not a matter of wealth and position. It's a matter of conviction, commitment. So you have to be, I have to be, we have to be committed to the truth. Full of compassion. Humble as servants of God to be called humans. To actually be acting as a human. So the human race is what is in trouble in our society. Not the animalistic aspect of it. That's full-blown runaway crazy. Everybody says, what's wrong with this society? Why do they say that? Because according to their moral barometer within their heart, these things aren't right. And we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't allow that. We shouldn't propagate that. We shouldn't legalize that. So we see that the society isn't right, then we have to act the other way. We have to go on being moral by God's definitions. We have to be responsible by truthful conviction. We have to be compassionate as opposed to callous and cruel. And you can't help but agree that that's what the world society needs. More truth, more compassion, more morality. It's lacking because so many people are getting away with murder. And other people say, well, if he can get away with it. And we have a society that's pretty much gone rogue. It's degrading. The governments are degraded. The schools are degraded. The police are degraded. The judges are degraded. The lawyers are degraded. The whole thing is everybody's allowing immoral acts and not complaining, not standing witness. And the legal system is legalizing immorality. So this has to change. And it changes by you and I being aware of God's moral codes given in the scriptures of the world. And we follow and we listen and we feel within our hearts that's just not right and you cannot succumb to fear the television the news everybody is breeding fear fear of all sorts of intangibles fear of all sorts of things that never come true how many people were worried about uh, December 2012 and it's come and gone How many of you were afraid of the turn of the century, 1999 to 2000, the Y2K bug? And it came and it went. These There are dozens and dozens and dozens of fear issues being introduced in society. Terrorism. What is our terror rating? It's all completely to keep you fearing so you won't be moral. Because as soon as you become moral, you will you will revolt against the governments that are immoral. You will revolt against the religions that uh, allow pedophilia and child abuse to go unpunished. If you stand on morality, you easily see these things. Many of these laws are immoral. And many of these people are really cruel animals uh, hiding in shirt and tie. So they propagate all this nonsense. They propagate all this confusion. They propagate fear so that the people won't stand up for the truth, for honesty, for morality, for God's moral codes. And because of it, society has gone crazy and everybody knows it and everybody doesn't like it so you have to do something about it if you know of the problem it's yours to cope with and cope means being a responsible human denial is not a human characteristic I guess it's a bad habit but it's not human it's animal it's fear based so Look to your heart, look to the revealed scriptures you study, you follow, you say you're committed to, and live a moral life. Follow the codes and instructions given by the great saintly persons, given by the Lord directly, and raise yourself to that higher moral platform. That is the definition, one of the principal definitions of your humanity. And that's what'll heal our society and your life. Thanks for listening to this free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/slash freefm89 to find out more.